Hi, Jason King and Ashley Hodge here with the Sick of 365 podcast for the Field of 68 Network, and we are joined uh, by Matthew Meyer after a, a big win today, 105 to 76 over Alcorn State. Uh, Matt had 14 points on five of seven shooting, five rebounds, and, and an assist that I loved. Ashley, I don't know if you noticed, but I think Matt did that. Did you do a little telescope or goggles or something after your uh, after your assist today? King McClure was talking about it on the air and said you made a, a gesture or something. I don't know what um, it was. I made a shot off a screen and I shrugged, but I don't remember what I did after the assist. He said you did something. I didn't see it myself, but okay. he said he said you're a, a, a fun guy to play with. And um, first of all, how, how do you feel as a junior now? I mean, where are you seeing your biggest strides? Because obviously you're, you're contributing more now than you ever have in your career. Yeah, uh, I gained 25 pounds over the off season, and um, like I kind of, you know, the coaches. I can really get, attack the rim well, in my opinion. So. Uh, the coaches try to encourage me to do that more and then take threes kind of through the offense. And mm-hmm. uh, that's mainly what I've been focusing on because um, I don't feel like, you know, anybody can stop me from going to the rim, really. So that's what I've been broke. focusing on. Yeah, you really broke some guys down off the dribble today and made some nice shots on on some drives. How does someone gain 25 pounds? I mean, in, in, a, in a five or six month span, I mean, are you just, just shoving food down your throat? Or are you, I, is it I had to say it was a month and a half span. Oh my no- god! Nothing to do with me working out, or I literally just stuffed my face for a month and a half, eating fast food, <laughs> and um, I was I was I think eighteen percent body fat and two twenty five when I came back. But now I'm still I, I like maintained. It's a lot easier to maintain, so I right. maintained two twenty five, and now I'm like you know twelve or eleven. So wow, your yeah. body fat's dropped six percent, huh? Yeah. What, I'm, a, I'm a fast food guy myself. Um, <laughs> what what do you what do you like to? Did you have any go to spots or, or, or orders? Or when I when I say this, people are gonna hate on me so much, and that's okay. I ride with Long John Silvers. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. It's good, and now it's out of business, and I'm super sad about it. But you know, <laughs> that was my spot. I've always thought the chicken planks at Long John Silvers were underrated. I like the fish too. Yeah. yeah. Would, you, would you go and get a huge order, or what'd you get? Um, yeah, I'd get uh, 10 pieces of fish. Wow. <laughs> no, That's wait. Funny. Yeah, no, it's turning in. Hey, Amy, um, Amy Paget, who used to contribute to Sikkim 365, is a big Long yeah. John Silvers fan for sure. Uh, yep. We're What's a family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to ask you um, you know, one thing I've noticed is, I mean, your scoring efficiency is really good, but you're doing so many other things. Like, you, I think against Central Arkansas, you had four steals, you had another <laughs> steal today. You're blocking yeah. shots, five rebounds today. I mean, you know, I, I, what, one thing that really stuck out to me is when you drive to the hoop, even if you miss the shot, your second jump is so quick and you're yeah. able to, you know, off, get your offensive rebound a lot of times and get a put back. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a couple times today when the play was stopped, but I mean, you know, what, what do you, what are you seeing out there? Like, is, are you, I mean, you're a junior now. I mean, is, is the game slowing down for you? I mean, what's, what's, yeah. what's your uh, thought process? I would say, um, yeah, the game's slowing down, but it's mostly that, um, like, uh, I'm just kind of like block out some of the outside stuff that I used to like have in my head. Like, you know, um, I try not to even look at the stats. Um, right. I try not to think about, you know, how like my percentages or anything like you know I, I look at percentages just to base what shots I should take more but like as far as like how I did I you know I didn't know I, had, I was five for seven or whatever but uh uh just like it was, it was like I feel like I was always <clears throat> had the capability to you know make big plays but uh 
it was just blocking out the stuff that I didn't need to be focusing on and just focusing on and, and coach P and coach drew all the coaching staff helped me just focus on like kind of attacking the rim and taking the threes more when it in the flow. And that's helped me a lot too. So, but yeah. yeah. That's great. All right. So I told you this when we went to Italy, but uh, on Sikkim 365, we had a nickname for you, the baby giraffe. And, yeah. and, and today somebody said he's now the teenage giraffe and I can't wait to see the adult giraffe. I, I know that's not a nickname you love, but uh, I'm cool. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, do you, I mean, do you realize like, um, I mean, you're, 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 there's a lot of fan favorites on this team. Obviously, a lot of guys that uh, our fans love. But I, I think, you know, the, the fact that you've stayed loyal, that you didn't transfer when you could have, uh, yeah. that, that you've, you know, you know, you've trusted in the process. I, I think you've really endeared yourself to Baylor fans because of that. And, you know, I know that, you know, this year you're going to be a key part of a team that has a chance to win a national championship. You know, yeah. in the future years, you're going you're gonna to be one of the stars. I mean, you know, Talk about that. You know, what, what did it mean to you just to to not take the easy road and to go looking for more minutes and to really stick yeah. with Baylor? Well, and I, I, you know, I thought about it and I like considered it, but it was really just like, you know, if if I think if I like I want to go to the NBA and like right. that's my ultimate goal. And if if um, I go to a different school. And I like if I was an NBA level player, I could play at Baylor. And I was like, I had to be like really introspective and be like, I'm not an NBA level player right now. I have to get better. So stop, like, stop blaming on the coaches. Stop blaming it on refs on any specific game. Stop doing all that and just try to like focus on what I can get better at. Um, and so that was why I was like, you know, leaving isn't going to do anything. I could probably go play more minutes somewhere, but. Uh, also, I wouldn't be a part of a winning culture. And the, my favorite thing about Baylor basketball is all every single dude on our team is a pro when it comes to how they approach the game. And, like, when you surround yourself with people like that, it makes you better. You know, if I went somewhere else that wasn't, like, a winning culture, I feel like I would have slacked off. But these guys, you know, I, I'm, I might be the one slacking off, and they're always, like, going to the gym constantly. It makes me feel like I got to catch up. So, you know, like, there were a lot of reasons that I wanted to stay. So it wasn't a super hard decision for me. I was going to ask you about that, that culture you talk about, the, the way they approach the game that, that's rubbed off on you. You mentioned going to the gym a lot, but just what are some examples of that, the things that you're getting by, be, by being around these guys every day? Yeah, I mean, it literally, you can go through the whole team and everybody's, but specific, I mean, examples, uh, Davion works on his shot constantly, and he yeah. is always in the gym with Ram Backamus, one of the – um managers and he just worked so hard on it and now he's shooting lights out right now and uh jonathan never leaves the gym he's literally there like six seven hours a day it's mm -hmm. ridiculous um and he's only played basketball for four years and now he's one of the best bigs in the country in my opinion uh it's just like when when everybody's on that same wavelength it's just like you know it doesn't feel like you're doing extra it feels like you're doing what you need to be doing you know when you're doing extra so absolutely yeah. absolutely where do you think this team is right now? Like, you know, everyone's excited for obvious reasons. I mean, you're, you're putting up huge point totals and, and blowing teams out. Obviously, you haven't played. Uh, you, you had these, this great schedule lined up, and so many games got canceled, whether it was Gonzaga or Villanova or Seton Hall. Or, but so do you have a good feel right now for where this team is heading into the, the gauntlet of your schedule, Big 12 play? Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, I think we're the best team in the country. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of other people think that, too. But, uh, you know, 
we try not to like think about that too much, just focus on every game. But I think the reason we're so good is, you know, obviously besides the fact that we have a bunch of talented guys that everybody's so bought into just trying to play good basketball. Like, you know, Jared was an all American last year and, um, you know, he's trying to change his play style to like fit the team needs right now. Like Davion had six points, 12 assists yesterday. Jared had like 14 points, 13 assists the other day. Like either of those guys can go somewhere else and average crazy point totals, but they, they're really bought into the system and like winning, you know, and mm-hmm. those guys, you know, they're, they're considering NBA type stuff, you know, and, and they're still bought into the team at the same time. So yeah. a lot of respect to, you know, everybody for that. Yeah, Matt, um, I want to ask you about a play that I think it was a, a couple games ago, and we talked to John Jacobs. Uh, there was a play where you were driving the lane, and, I mean, you've, you've made the right decision 90, 90% of the time, but in this yeah. one – uh, you you drew you, you charged and you had Jared yeah. Butler on the wing. Yeah. I mean, when when you look at that, I mean, are are you? I mean, you're an aggressive player, and yeah. I love that. And I remember watching you in high school, and you know, I think I not like yeah, you were not that. You you deferred more, and and you know, I think you made it a, an emphasis to be really aggressive once you got to Baylor, which <laughs> I, which I think has really benefited you and. Um, you know, I always err on the side of aggression, but, but talk about that, you know, like, I guess your processing yeah. of, you know, just being able to uh, make the right read and, you know, the maturation process there. Yeah. Well, that play, um, I don't like, you know, I, I apologize to Jared immediately after, cause I was like, I missed you, but um, I thought the dude, the big that came up and took the charge or whoever it was, uh, I thought he was going to stay back with John and I thought I was going to get like a don't cause, I, right. but, uh, and he didn't, I just made the wrong read. Like right. it was simple as that it had nothing to do with me trying to be selfish at all. Sure. Uh, you know, like it was just a bad play on my end, but, uh, you know, I tried, <laughs> I tried to buy into what the team's doing. I'm not trying to like, I'm aggressive, but I try not to be a selfish player. So right. just, just a bad read, you know, talk, talk about your, uh, defensive evolution. I, I, I mean, we've noticed that you've really, improved on the defensive end and and you know you keep getting better and better in that in that regard i think yeah. the illinois game was was really a you know a great uh you know i guess tape game for you on the defensive end you know you made you know some steals some blocks um i mean what what what's your thinking as far as like your your uh, maturation on the defensive end of the ball well the the 25 pounds helped a lot because right. i didn't I didn't really lose a step quickness wise. And uh, now, you know, it's just like little things like the bump when a guard's driving, I don't move as much or, um, you know, boxing out, make my way a little easier. But uh, it has to do with that. And also just, you know, being a little bit more bought in, like how I was saying, I don't have to deal with the, a lot of those thoughts that I was dealing with the last two years. Like I just kind of got rid of those. And, um, but, I think it's a combination of that and just gaining a lot of weight and not losing a step. And Charlie's amazing in the weight room. So, you know, yeah. How do uh, big guys or tall guys, I guess, approach weightlifting, uh, especially a guy that like you that plays on that's big, but also plays on the perimeter a lot. I mean, is it, are you lifting heavy stuff? I don't know. I've always wondered that about basketball players, yeah. how they might lift differently than like a football guy. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, I mean, he he has so many different days for us. Like, mm-hmm. he does, like, uh, speed days, and then he does, like, quick lift days, and then he does, like, heavy days. He just is always switching yeah. it up and basing it on, like, our needs for that day because, you know, we're practicing a lot, and we're, now we're playing a lot of games. 
And uh, so he just bases on the day. But, I mean, as far as, like, what if what I know, I'm not an yeah. expert on that. Charlie does an amazing job. And clearly, like, people uh, keep calling us, like, grown men on the court. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're an old, mature team. But, you know, Charlie is the best strength coach in the nation. So, yeah, no, it's, it's it's very noticeable that the strength that you've put on, just how much more sturdy you are. Who, who are your guys? Who are your like guys to hang out with on the team? What do you like to do uh, away from the court? I think everyone wonders what you might be like when you're when you're not in the Ferrell Center uh, shooting hoops. Um, what do you like to do? I hang with the well. My roommates are Jared, Mark, and Jackson, and we're always hanging out. But uh, oh, gosh. uh <laughs> and then but I hang out with the freshmen a lot too. So like Zach, mm-hmm. LJ, Dane, you know. And a lot, some of the managers, you know, we just be playing yeah. video games, playing 2K. LJ is the most annoying trash talker you've ever heard. I'd just be hanging out with those guys. But. Is there that that uh, foursome you men- I mentioned that, that's roommates? I mean, is tell me what that dynamic's like uh, in the uh, apartment or whatever. Is there who's the cook? Who's the the, the slob? Who's the clean guy? Um, I'm the slob. <laughs> they're, they're trying to force me to be better. Right. Uh, Mark. Mark's really clean. Uh, mm-hmm. Jackson, literally, he makes, the, like, the same two things every day, and he has his dishes in his room, and then he comes out, makes them, washes it, and brings them back to his room. <laughs> he's, he's a weird guy. And then <laughs> Jared don't really be cooking, but, you know. Yeah. But we, we all just hang out in the living room, like, all the time. Like, you know, we're not really in our rooms that often unless we're playing video games with each other, so – yeah. Right. Jared told me a year ago when I interviewed him that you like to play Smash Brothers and watch yeah. a lot of YouTube highlights. Do any, what do you like to do on YouTube? That's popular these on days. On YouTube? Uh, yeah. Who was I watching today? Uh, I mean, I do you watch like, NBA? Huh? Yeah, I watch uh, – I love Gordon Hayward. And it's not because mm-hmm. he's white. It's because I think we genuinely play similarly. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I see that. <clears throat> but uh, I just um, be watching different, you know, NBA players and just – I mean, mm-hmm. nothing crazy, just chilling on there. And then, uh, you know, I, I do play Smash Bros. I think I'm – well, I know I'm the best player on the team. I'm probably the best player in the nation. When it comes <laughs> to any college player, I'd beat them Smash Bros. Yeah. Ashley, I'm going to sneak one more question in here real yes. quick just because we're talking a little bit about Jackson. And, you know, the, la- the last two games, um, we were talking about this before we got on, Matt, how the bench has struggled a little bit. Um, you know, they've given up some runs and uh, haven't – you just haven't scored like they probably are able to. I'm talking about like the last three or four minutes of the game. You, you know, I remember your freshman year, you were one of the guys that got in right at the end. Is there, is it, is it, is there a pressure to uh, go in there and do certain things or just to like run the clock out? What, what are you trying to do when you go in, in those situations? And is it harder than people think? In, yeah. In that I mean, it's, it's a lot harder because you know, you're cold. You haven't been playing all game mm-hmm. and then like everybody's in. So it's like, everybody's trying to get a bucket, you know, mm-hmm. we're not like running offense and, I mean, yeah. uh, Jackson made a good play today. He drove baseline instead of shooting it. Uh, he made a good assist. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a lot harder than just playing consistent minutes. You know, you just cold all game. Like, But, you know. Yeah, is- plus the minute the minute someone like Jackson or Mark catches the ball, everyone's like, shoot it. Oh, they right. got to score. And then it's just like, <laughs> ah, they kind of freak there's, out, right? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, there's no rhythm whatsoever. It's yeah. just like, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Yeah, so, yeah. gotcha. Matt, I know a conference is coming up, and uh, I think Obim told us that uh, you have a pretty good relationship with Brock Cunningham. You guys played high school basketball together. Are, are there any other guys besides Brock that you have relationships with on Big 12 teams, or is, or is he the only guy? 
Um, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much just Brock. But uh, you know, we go home and we hang out. And uh, I mean, I think he's a really good player, and uh, he has like the highest plus minus on Texas. I'm pretty sure. But you know, yeah, we're boys. I think he's a solid player. It'll be fun to play against him for the first time. So, are are there any teams that you really get up? to play against. I mean, obviously the Kansas is, I mean, the, the teams that are the top ranked teams, you probably have yeah. a little extra juice, but uh, are, are there any teams because of a recruiting story or uh, you know, something that's happened in the past two years that you just really get fired up to play? Yeah. Um, we're always fired up to play Kansas. Um, I'm always fired up to play Texas. Yep. Cause I'm from there. Sure. Um, but SFA this year, we were, really locked in for that game because right. they punked us last time. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, we were really, like, like really locked in on that game. I think we won by 30-something. Yep. And then Washington, we were locked in on that one, too, because that was only the second game of the season. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we didn't know how good they were going to be because that was their first game. So we were really locked in for that one. But that's the only two I can think of. Yeah. yeah. What's your what's your take when you look at the at the Big Twelve this year? I I, I know uh, I, mean, I don't know how much you've gotten to watch other teams, but do you, do, I think the common perception is it's probably a little deeper, right, than it, than it's been last year than it was last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pretty much good all the way through. I mean, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, TCU, and Oklahoma are not ranked. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. they're all super solid teams, and. Um, you know, Iowa State and Kansas State have been struggling, but at the end of the day, they're a Big 12 team, so they could be anybody. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's just a super solid league. I'm pretty sure, like, there's like five or six teams in the top mm-hmm. 15, so somewhere yeah. around there. But, I mean, we're going to be locked in every game for that. We, we know it's going to get harder now because we've been playing some teams that, you know, aren't power fives, but uh, we're, we're ready for it. Yeah. Well, you certainly showed what you can do when you're locked in, and and even when you're even when you're playing a, a non-power five team. So it's it's been a fun ride so far, Matt. And uh, I know everyone's excited about Saturday and all that lies ahead. Ashley, you got anything else before we let him go? Or well, you know, I think I'll oh. just ask: Do you have a favorite memory at Baylor so far? Oh. Um, is there a a moment on the court? And then I guess my follow up question would be off the court as well. Do you have anything that sticks out? Hmm. Um, I'd say my favorite moment on the court was uh tcu my freshman year yeah uh that was fun because yeah. i mean the breakaway dunk that i had after that that was after i had scored a couple times and i got that i was just feeling myself but uh <laughs> <laughs> off the court um i mean i really just like when we like we do like team dinners we all just hang out come over to each other's houses i mean that's the kind of stuff that you know that's that's why i'm gonna be close with a lot of these guys for rest of my life so awesome hey thank you matt we really appreciate the time no problem thank you all Uh, and you know ashley i I thought the game today i just noticed it still says gin king on my uh (laughs) (laughs) you're not a gin it's gonna be confusing because i already got a girl's name you know so yeah yeah that's why i did it no but i you know i thought it was a uh another just really good performance there by baylor until the end of the game and i you know, I mean, people can laugh at me for harping on it, you know, or, or bringing it up. Oh, it's just the scrubs or whatever. But I'm just going to be real, man. Go in there and play better at the end of the game. I mean, like, 
you know, I don't care where you are on the bench. Don't give up 19 points to Alcorn State in four minutes. You know, I mean, I'm just being real. I mean, you know, it it's it just doesn't look good. I, I don't I don't like all the giggling and laughing and oh, you know, I mean, you know, the day before, I mean, you go one of twelve from the field collectively as a as a bench in the last three or four minutes of the game. I just think that those guys are better than that. And uh, you know, but you know, again, that's that's nitpicky stuff on uh, on two games when Baylor was absolutely dominant. Uh, you know, games when Baylor, I'm talking about the top eight or nine guys, you know, could have come in and just, you know, kind of half-assed it, you know, but they didn't. They, you know, again, I think this is the best team in the country. And, uh, you know, it's hard to, you know, argue against Gonzaga right now because, you know, they've, they've played a good schedule. Baylor tried to play a good schedule and it just didn't work out, but hopefully we'll, it'll all come to fruition and we'll see who the best team is, you know, when it matters most, but Gosh, they're they're looking strong. They're they're outside shooting. They're averaging twelve threes a game. They're shooting forty three percent. Excuse me, forty seven percent from three on the year. I mean, I think they had seven different guys make threes today, not including L.J. Cryer, who we know can make them. So it's just uh, there's just there's just so many weapons. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough game for L.J. Cryer. Man, he had a zero for six from the field. He had four turnovers. He was only two for four from the free throw line. It's it's you know one of those freshman moments that you expect from freshmen, but he's a lot better. That's gonna happen. Yeah, that's gonna happen whether you're a freshman or a senior. I mean, everyone has yeah. an off day. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't. You know, if we start seeing three or four games like that in a row, then maybe you go, uh oh, is he going through the the freshman blues or whatever? But you know, one bad game, so what? You know, and that that's what's great about this team. I mean, one one guy's off, even two guys are off. As long as three more are on, they're they're gonna be fine. Yeah, no, and 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 I, you know, when, when the game was on the line, I mean, obviously they started slow. They lost the first media timeout. I know that's mm-hmm. a very big emphasis uh, with the coaching staff is win each media timeout, and I think they were b- b- uh, behind eight to seven at the first media, uh, mm-hmm. but then they really, you know, you know, put on the gas after that and ended up uh, fifty nine to twenty seven at halftime. And then they extended that lead and, and really, you know, about the 12 minute mark, you know, they had that point spread about 40, uh, but then they got a little sloppy at the end, uh, but there were some good things. Jordan Turner hitting three pointers. I mean, that was Jordan like, Turner did great. Yeah. I mean, he fouled out in a short amount of time and, and defensively, I mean, to give up 19 points to that team in four minutes is bad, but I mean, it was great to see Jordan hitting those threes. It was great to see Zach getting those quality yeah. minutes and doing some good things. I mean, I, I liked, I mean, they put Zach in early today you know and i was yes. glad because yes. you know i you know uh, matt made a great point i mean i'm sitting here harping on trash minutes at the end and, and it's that's different there is no rhythm right you know they're not running much of an offense it's just right. find right. a way to get the ball to jackson find a way to get the ball to mark and when you do that you're going to get sloppy so i get it but yeah. so i guess my point is in that rambling is to see zach play some quality minutes when it mattered you know uh when there's you know nine ten minutes left in the game i, I thought was really encouraging and, and like scott said i mean that that'll that could pay off for him down the road if someone's hurt or sick or whatever. Right. And and I liked what I saw from uh, Flo Thamba and Mark mm-hmm. Vidal today, as far yeah. as just energy, you know, good, good activity on the glass uh, flow, you know, was finishing, you know, in the paint. Um, he was he's making his free throws. I thought Mark played with a lot of energy, you know? So, I mean, this is one of those games where it's hard to get up for, you know, Alcorn State is one of the worst teams in the SWAC. They were without two of their better players today as well. You know, yeah. so, um, you know, it's a, it's a game you expect to win convincingly. They Baylor did win convincingly, and uh, now yeah. we have to be locked into a, a whole nother level with Iowa State coming up Saturday because yeah. 
your margin for error, like you mentioned, Jason, you know, the fact that all these good games were canceled, Gonzaga, Villanova, Arizona State, Seton Hall, you know, so you're well, I don't know about Arizona State being good. Yeah, the rest of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Point well taken. Um, but but your margin for error is a little less. I mean, you you know, you've got to win the Big 12 to get a number one seed, I think. And you, know, mm-hmm. you beat a good Illinois team and you beat them convincingly. Uh, yep. but I think you know, you really have to win the Big 12 to to lock down that number one seed versus if they had played all those teams and they had maybe only taken one loss or gone undefeated, mm-hmm. would almost have a one seed secure, even if they were second in the big 12, yeah. uh, you know, it's, they start off with, with some, some of the easier teams in the big 12, you know, they got Iowa state, they got Oklahoma and uh, TCU. And then they, yeah. hit the gauntlet. you know, they got to think uh, West Virginia, Kansas and Texas tech all in that three game stretch. And that's, that's really probably going to be the telltale sign of where this team stands. Absolutely. You know, the, the Iowa State team doesn't scare me too much, even in Ames. I mean, Oklahoma is a, a game that, you know, they're going to have to lock in and make sure they don't screw up to win that one. But, but you know, when, the, when, the big, when I look at the Big 12, I, I don't know what to think yet. I, I was really excited about the league coming into the year. I don't know if I think it's as good as I was expecting. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, Texas Tech is not as good as I thought they were going to be. Um, Kansas is better than I thought they were going to be, but I still don't know if they're a great team. You know what I mean? Like they lost Doak and they did not get better at that position. They lost Dotson. They did not get better at that position. Right. Okay. So I, you know, I know they're ranked third and they, and Hey, give them credit. They, they played a good schedule and, and it helps that they got their games in, <laughs> but so they've done a little bit better than I thought, especially early when they're incorporating some new pieces but man, I just don't think they're on Baylor's level. I, I just don't. And I mean, I know that could be, you know, green and gold glasses or whatever, but, and we'll see, you know, but I, I just, I just love this Baylor team. And, and then the rest of the league at West Virginia, don't know what to make of them, that they're Jekyll and Hyde to me. They, they've had some outstanding performances, other games. I'm just like, yeah, but, uh, Kansas, you know, Kansas really punked them in the second half. I thought, I thought, yeah, God, I couldn't, I know. I thought, I thought before that game, I told everyone, I said, West Virginia is going to go in there tonight and win. Yeah. And man, they got punked. So I was off base. So I, I don't know what to think about some of these teams. Oklahoma State, I'm tired of waving the Oklahoma State banner every year. I mean, I've been telling everyone for two years, this is the team to watch. It's going to be their breakthrough year. Don't go lose to TCU. You know, I mean, go beat Texas. You know, I mean, you've got the number one pick in the draft, you know. So I, I don't know. I mean, they're good. They're scary, but I, I'm not. It, it hurt they'll, them using. They'll get better. They'll get better as the year goes along. They will because they've got. You know, it's. I mean, I think you know the advantage of Baylor has on these teams is that they are experienced guys. They've played a lot of minutes yeah. together. Uh, I think uh, John Jacobs mentioned that. Now, you know, they're starting. You know, Maceo Teague, Mark Vidal, Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell is like 34 and four, you know, something like that. I mean, it's, it's a pretty impressive resume as far as their record together. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's going to play, pay dividends, especially early on in the big 12 race, Man, yeah. whether it's enough that to win experience. a national championship, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Right. Yeah. That, that experience is such a big thing in that chemistry, but man, also the depth. I mean, you know, I've been covering college hoops a long time and I, I used to cover Kansas for the Kansas city yeah. star worked at ESPN and Yahoo I don't ever remember seeing a team, and I, I could be wrong. My memory could be gone. I don't remember seeing a team with five guards this good. You know? Yeah. I mean, geez, like this. That, this is a, a rare thing, man. I'm telling you, it's a special thing to have five guards like that that are that good. Well, and and, and, and that are all on the same page. And I, huh? 
the way they share the ball. Like, yeah, like- they're all in the same pennies. They're not, they're not, uh, there's no egos. They're not concerned with points or minutes. If one has a bad game, like we talked about prior, prior earlier, rarely will you see that turn into two or three bad games. I'm not even including Matt when I'm talking about yeah. the five guards. I mean, that's another guy that can just, that's just money from outside. I mean, man, when you're a Jesse Newell at the Kansas City Star said last night, I talked to him on the phone. He goes, man, when you can make threes, like Baylor can make threes, like that masks a lot of other deficiencies. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can, you can cover up a lot of your mistakes when you can shoot like that. And man, yeah. they, they got it. So, yeah, I would say the one thing that I worry about as they head into big 12 play is uh, interior defense. I mean, I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. they're contesting at the rim like they need yeah. to. I think Flo and Jonathan can get them there and maybe even Mark. Uh, Matt Meyer is a pretty good shot blocker as well. But right. uh, I've seen too many easy shots in, in, you know, inside the paint from some of these teams that you wouldn't expect uh, to get such easy looks. And they've given up quite a few yeah. offensive rebounds to you know, some of these teams that uh, you know, they, should, they should be dominating the glass. So that's one area for me that's a concern. Because uh, I think there are some teams out there like the West Virginias of the world and even Kansas uh, that can really take advantage of their weakness in the paint. But uh, but you're right. The perimeter, um, if you can make threes at the level that Baylor makes them at and mm-hmm. can defend the perimeter as well as Baylor can defend the perimeter, it's going to cover up a lot of mistakes. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be fun to watch. And, I, you know, I've kind of been – even you mentioned it a few weeks ago. Like it's kind of like you're in a sports depression for a little while because it's like – we were all excited about the football season and they had some struggles there. And then we were all excited about these high caliber games that the basketball team was going to be playing. And, and what a letdown that's been. That, well, you and I, I mean, uh, we were in Indianapolis together. I know. We, we, we were all, we were, you and I were so fired up for that Gonzaga game uh, after and the, and the Illinois game was incredible. And uh, I yeah. mean, that just wet our appetite. We were like, Oh man, this is I know. fantastic. It was like, that was such a tease. I know. But, but the thing is, what my point is now I'm excited now. You know what I mean? Like Iowa State's this Saturday. There's a, there's, if you look at the schedule, there's a full game, a good big, a full slate of good big 12 games. Right. And uh, so now it's like, all right, now I've got something to be excited about. And uh, it all starts Saturday, even though they already have one big 12 game under their belt. But it really kind of begins in earnest on Saturday. And it's going to be fun. So, yeah, hope it all goes well. And you never know what happens with COVID, but uh, they've been injury free, uh, which is a blessing. You know, so so far no major injuries, and yeah. and they've gotten through this early part of the schedule, avoiding injuries. So now they're ready to you know hit hit uh, their goals of winning the Big Twelve, number one. And if you win the Big Twelve, you set yourself up for a a number one seed in the NCAA, yeah. and uh, then you then your path to getting to the Final Four is a lot easier. And then of course you get to the Final Four. This team has the goods to win it all. So let's let's enjoy the journey and uh, enjoy each game. Yeah, it's going to be a good 2021 after a terrible 2020 or most of it. 2020 started off great until about March 7th or whatever it right. was. <laughs> but hopefully we won't have that again and it'll be a good year. So, Ashley, Happy New Year. And yes. uh, same to all of our viewers and listeners out there. Uh, swipe up and um, – you know, join the, I don't know why I said swipe up, but join YouTube or follow, not YouTube. What is it? Yeah. Well, we, uh, we iTunes. subscribe on YouTube, fill to 60 yeah. network, but also subscribe to the podcast. On yeah. Uh, so you've been listening to a Sikkim 365 podcast through the fill to 68 network. Sick and bears. Sick and bears. Thanks.